Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you in proper fashion this morning, and welcome to all those uh, hashtag rise and grind folks. Man, it's so exciting to be here with you guys. 
And to kick this off uh, this Monday morning, as Sarah said, last night was crazy, man. Uh, my luggage is supposedly headed to Glenn Lundy's house somehow. Uh, that was kind of crazy. Scott Simons, I think, is still in Charlotte. Uh, but, man, it, it doesn't matter what happened last night. It was an incredible, incredible weekend to spend with all of you, man. I, I can't even put into words uh, the feeling that I got walking around that room just sharing so many hugs with people and so many conversations with people. And it was literally an experience that is hard to put into words. Uh, so just so much gratitude for every single person uh, that I was able to interact with. So much gratitude to Glenn and Tamara and everybody uh, that worked so incredibly hard to put that event together. Uh, it was absolutely a 10 out of 10, man. It, it was It was incredible. And uh, just thank you all so much gratitude from me to you. So um, I wanted to kick us off this morning, kind of starting uh, where I finished yesterday uh, on stage at Grow for God and talking about the same topic that I talked about yesterday. You know, I had so much planned to talk about as I went into the weekend. You know, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. And, and as I interacted with people at the event, I threw that whole entire thing out the window and I just kind of uh, went off the cuff yesterday with uh, the conversation that we had, uh, that I had with the audience from the stage. <clears throat> and that, that conversation was, you know, around the idea of unrealized dreams, you know, and as I walked around that room, I started to realize how much we all have those unrealized dreams, you know, how many things that we have that are in our hearts and our souls, <clears throat> in our minds that we want to have in our lives, those dreams that we have, those dreams that happen when we're little boys and little girls, all the way up to the dreams that we still have today that sometimes, you know, they don't always end up as a priority in our lives for a variety of reasons. Uh, many times those reasons are things, stories that we tell ourselves that aren't necessarily reasonable. They're just things that we tell ourselves to protect ourselves from the risk that, um, you know, protect us from this idea of potential failure. And, you know, for me, as I walked around that room this weekend, I kept getting asked the same question, well, how do I start? Or how do I do this? How do I start this business? Or man, I'm, I'm just not feeling it where I am right at this particular moment. And how do I fix that? And I kept thinking to myself, man, what is actually stopping everyone from getting those dreams to become a reality? What is actually stopping them from being able to step into what God intended them to be, from what God really wants you to become in your life? And I know that there's so many people that are sitting here this morning. Some of you have heard this message already, but some of you haven't. And my and challenge my to all of you guys is to put those things that are in your head, put those things that create that little bit of doubt. When the devil plants that seed of doubt in your head, put that to the side and step in to that ability that you had as a little boy or a little girl to believe in those dreams that you had. Step back to that, those people in your life, that time in your life when that person or those people, when you were a little boy or a little girl that believed in you in a different way, 
than anybody else did. For me, that was my grandmother. And so for me, when I hit that adversity in my life that brought me to my knees, that put me in a place that I wondered if anybody would even care if I was here, it was that burning desire to make those people proud that believed in me more than I believed in myself that kept me going, that kept me going to that next day, that next dream, that next motivation that I had to have to be able to make it to that next moment. You know, one of the things that I say all the time is how you feel in this moment does not determine how you feel in the next moment. You get to decide that. That's a decision. You know, how you feel right now, if you feel tired, if you feel frustrated, if you feel sad, if you feel like everything is wrong in your life at this particular moment, you get to decide the next moment and you get to make that conscious decision to take action and make things better. And so for me, that was 2009 when everything seemed to be going wrong in my life. <clears throat> and I blamed so many other people. You know, I was a victim for a long time in my life. I started to think, why me? Why are all these things happening to me? And there was a time in 2009 when I literally thought to myself, I wonder if anybody would care if I wasn't here. And so in that moment, it was those people that believed in me that I said, not me, not now, not me. I'm not going to let this happen to me. I'm not going to let my mistakes, my shame, my frustration, I'm not going to let those words, those feelings, those emotions define my life. I'm going to take whatever action necessary to change my life. I'm going to move across the country from Pittsburgh to Florida to make the change necessary to move myself forward. And whether you've ever felt like that or whether you just kind of feel stuck in that job and that position that you're in right at this moment, I want you guys to realize this morning, this Monday morning, this day when we all start a new week, that you are greater than you think at this particular moment. Whatever, whatever level you're at, if you're already successful, you are greater than what you are in this particular moment. And you get to decide to believe more in yourself in that next moment. You get to decide how you're going to approach this week, how you're going to attack this week. You get to decide not to allow those things to stop you that have been stopping you for so long. You get to decide to change the story that you're telling yourself. You get to decide to reset your discipline and your consistency today. All of those things are just decisions. And so for me, when I started making different decisions, when I started to shift my perspective, there's a reason why my podcast and the book that I have coming out, everything has the word perspective in it. Because when I changed the way that I looked at things in this world, the things in this world started to change. Everything about my life started to change when I changed the way that I looked at things. I could look at things as challenges or I could look at those challenges as gifts. And as I started to look at every challenge that I faced as a gift, everything in my life changed. My life became more blessed. At 35 years old, I found Jesus and everything in my life changed.
many people didn't realize this, uh, and I shared it from stage yesterday, but I only opened my business. I only became an entrepreneur three and a half years ago. You know, three and a half years ago, I, I did not, I really didn't have any money. And today my life looks completely different. And you might ask, what is that from? How does that happen? I stopped looking at the excuses and I started looking at myself. And I started challenging myself to chain together those days that would create success in my life. I started modeling the behaviors of those people that I saw in life, that I saw doing things right. One of those people was Glenn Lundy. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I started modeling the behavior of people that showed up every single day. That showed up with purpose, with intention. And they understood what it was within them that they needed to give to the world, that they wanted to serve this world with. And as I started to do that every single day, I started to keep those promises to myself. I started to deliver on those things that I always said I was going to do, but never did, or I did them every once in a while. I did them inconsistently. I started to do them consistently. And as I started to do that, I started to upgrade the people that surrounded me. I started to connect with those people that believed in me, that poured positive words into me, that pushed me forward. I found a woman that I ended up marrying in 2000. I, I found her in 2010. I married her in 2014 that still to this day believes in me more than I believe in myself. And those dreams of having children that at one point in my life I thought would never happen came true. Now I have four beautiful children that I get to wake up to every day that I got to come home to last night, lay down in bed and snuggle with. And so if you're one of those people that this morning are frustrated in your life or you think things aren't right or you think things could be better, I was just like you. I was just like you. I had the same feelings, the same frustrations, the same doubts. But there are people on this planet. I am one of them. I will be there for you. And I will breathe that confidence into you. You know, one of the things that I wrote down that I was going to use in my speech was opportunity is all around us. We just have to have, have, to have the courage to step into it. And sometimes we have to borrow courage until you can create it for yourself. And so if you're a person that needs to borrow some courage, man, connect with me on Instagram, connect with me on Facebook, send me a DM. I'm happy to spend time with you and breathe that courage into you to let you borrow some of the courage I've been able to create in my life until you can create it for yourself. But trust me when I tell you, those dreams that you've always had your entire life, don't ever, ever stop dreaming. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what your story is. Don't ever stop dreaming. 
dreams are the fuel of life, man. It's what makes me be able to get out of bed every day and tell you guys with certainty that I don't ever feel like I work. I feel like I get to do what it is that I do. And for all of those of you out there that doubt that there's enough opportunity out there in the world, I'm going to share with you a story that I shared from stage yesterday. I want you to go back 245 years ago to 1776 when a bunch of people arrived on a big chunk of soil that is now called the United States of America. And 245 years ago, there was nothing here. There was no buildings. There was no, there was nothing that you see today. And in 2020, you can Google this and verify it for yourself. There was $137 trillion in total wealth accumulated in the United States of America because of the dreams of a few 245 years ago. Many of us sit here today surrounded by $137 trillion in wealth, the freest country in the world, and I believe the country with the greatest opportunity anywhere on this planet. And so ask yourself, how much courage did it take those people 245 years ago to go across an ocean that they didn't even know what was on the other side of and arrive here to a place because they had a dream. They had a dream of what they wanted to create, to give people freedom, to give people a country that they had a vision to create, that we get the privilege of living in. And so what does that freedom look like in your life? When you can step into your greatness, when you can step into your dreams, when you can visualize what it looks like to become that person that you always knew you could be. All it takes, guys, is belief, discipline, consistency every single day. Just show up, man, especially when you don't feel like it. Show up, put in the work, create the plan, connect with the right people. And before you know it, your life will look like something you could not have ever imagined. I wake up every day so, I'm so incredibly grateful for the life that I get to live. And there were days that this life that I live right now, in the same body that I'm in right now, seemed more like a nightmare than a dream. But I can tell you guys confidently this morning that everything that I look back at as a nightmare was because of me. It was because of the thoughts that I had the victim mentality that I allowed myself to think. And when I, when I changed the way that I looked at things, the way the things that I looked at changed. And you can have that same gift, that same blessing. You can have those same dreams continue to come true in your own life. You just have to make a decision. I shared this yesterday as well, but, 100 years ago, John Rockefeller Sr. was the richest man in the world. And I challenge you all that are listening this morning, listening on a device that allows you to hear my voice. We, every single one of us, lives a better life today 
than the richest man in the world lived 100 years ago. John Rockefeller Sr. couldn't even board an airplane to go anywhere. There were no vehicles. The Model T Ford didn't come out until 1927. So I ask you guys to think, what is actually stopping you? Is it the stories that you're telling yourself? Is it the fact that you're avoiding the conflict with yourself or with others? Is it your discipline? Is it your consistency? Is it the people that are surrounding you that are telling you stories that are not true? The one thing that I shared yesterday that was repeated back to me so many times after I got off stage was, is it the health insurance in the job that you have that's stopping you from building your own dream instead of working in someone else's? So many people are told so many stories by people in their lives that care about them, that want to keep them safe instead of allowing them to step into and realize their dreams. And so I challenge you this morning, it's 5.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This guy here from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I challenge you to step into your dreams, guys. You deserve to live that life that you were meant to live, that God intended you to live. And when you live that life, you are a gift to the kingdom of God. You are a gift to this world. You will impact millions of people. And you will be the gift that you were always intended to be. So I appreciate you guys being here with me this morning and listening to this message. I wanted to finish it up here by uh, getting some feedback from you guys on what we just talked about. Uh, and, and past that, we're going to talk for the next half an hour here about uh, just the conference, the feedback that you guys have from the conference, your takeaways, the greatest gifts, the greatest people that you met, anything regarding this weekend and, and what a blessing it was to all of you guys. I want to go through and talk about that. But flash your mics if you want to chime in this morning and have anything to say about this weekend or what I just talked about. Tamra, go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. I just was so honored to watch you through the weekend and the way that you serve is absolutely incredible, y'all. After he got finished speaking and being just as tired as most of us from all weekend of just being with people, he sat at a table and just served people to develop their businesses, to just pour into their dreams. And so I just honor you for that. And I love that you threw everything out the window. I think almost every single speaker who did an individual keynote felt that way. Uh, they're just like, I just, I couldn't even do it. I had to change everything, but it was speaking from the heart. And when you speak from the heart like that and you share your testimony as you did, it just impacts people so wildly. When you got off stage, I'm like, I didn't even know any of that. That's crazy. So I appreciate the vulnerability and the transparency and the health insurance definitely made us all laugh. <laughs> so so true man it's so true it's the the handcuffs that we have sometimes are uh, man just incredibly uh when we look back at it it just seems silly some of the things that we think about that that uh, cause us so much concern right and uh you know when we look back at it we think like man i, I wasted all that time because of this uh it's kind of kind of crazy but thank you tamara and thank you for the kind words. Uh, I am, I am addicted to serving, man. It is the greatest gift in my life, and so many people poured into me 
uh, on my path and, and helped redirect me when I needed it. And so I just want to be there for as many people as I possibly can. And I want that to be my legacy. So thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate you. Who else has something to share? Justin, go ahead, brother. Good morning, Brian. Yeah, you know, you said you started your business three years ago. I think a lot of people think there's not enough time, right? But if you accomplish that in three years, imagine what the next 10 to 15 is going to look like. And I think about Uncle G coming on stage and everybody telling him he was crazy to do the things he's doing and, and look at what he's doing. And there's another land developer that I know, Coach Isaac would know them as well too, named Sasha Chuchu's. They started Liberty Village in Toronto. They bought 35 acres of the worst real estate at the time and everybody told them they were nuts. So if you're experiencing any type of attrition or discomfort, usually it's a sign that you're looking into a green space that maybe nobody's traveled yet. So yeah, super excited about this conversation. Thank you as always, Brian. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And for those people who uh, maybe are here for day one, uh, coming over from Facebook, when we say flash your mics, that's just kind of a way to let us know that you have something to say that you want to join the conversation. Uh, and Sarah, if you could help me just kind of search the audience here and get some people uh, that can, you know, that want to share. I'm trying to scroll here, but there's a lot yeah, of people I here see. on stage. This morning. Hey, Brian, I'll jump. In. TM, go for yeah. it, brother. Yeah, man, I just want to say thank you, TM Hyman speaking. Uh, man, had a dynamic time uh, with you over the weekend. And, you know, man, 245 years ago, uh, right, just to think of where we are now, when you shared that idea of 137 billion, a trillion, excuse me, trillion, 137 trillion, uh, Brian, Brian Benstock helped us to understand that we would have like almost a lifetime to even count to a trillion, right? Let alone 137 trillion. It's a lot of of money. Um, but you also, you know, talked about Rockefeller and how, you know, Rockefeller was the richest man alive like 100 years ago, right? But uh, those of us living today have more resources than Rockefeller had even back then. Right. So like no excuses. I just appreciate your vulnerabilities over the weekend, man. I mean, you, you adjusted your message uh, because you wanted to speak into um, the, the, the true challenges. Right. That you had heard of even sitting with you at lunch. Um, you, you heard some of our woes even at the table. And I felt like, you know, you adjusted that message. Um, so just thank you for your leadership man the fact that you have tripled your business in three years as a brand new entrepreneur is so encouraging so inspiring and i was certainly inspired by you over the weekend i appreciate you brother tm and i'm thank you brother thank you man i look forward to uh connecting with you this week man i appreciate <laughs> you dude hey brian well, brian benstock it, it was great to meet you buddy uh, likewise brother you're, likewise. Really, you're, you're really tall man and and and, and lean but uh, jacked, bro. really jacked, man. But more, more importantly, your, your message and your, your spirit was um, was encouraging. It's great to see what you've done, what all you've done with what uh, you, you've got. And I'm, I'm excited to see where you take it all. So it's just, just great to be in person. Man, Brian Benstock, this is Stephen Cohen. I waited up to like almost midnight for you, brother. Didn't show up, man. Waited a long time. Sorry. Hey, Stephen, if you knew what my... 48 hours was like from one flight being delayed to the next flight being delayed. I ended up getting in like one o'clock, uh, no sleep that night. Then after the conference, I had to get back to New York and, uh, the flight out of Kentucky was delayed, which caused me to miss the flight to wherever back to, uh, Atlanta, which caused me to 
have to get a different flight back to New York, which meant I got into New York at one o'clock in the morning. And I had to be uh, at the start of the marathon at five in the morning. So three hours, uh, it, it was back and forth, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the past uh, 48 hours uh, for any 48 hours in my life. Fantastic 48 hours. Amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was following it. I saw the impact you had there. I'm sorry. I missed it. Uh, I had my, travel woes as well um but uh it was great to see you guys and brian as well and on a business Just standpoint on a business standpoint things are services that have been given to people today uh have never been worse and i think that that's you know people businesses are using the excuse of COVID, and you know, the entrepreneur in me tells me that that's a great opportunity to gain some ground on uh, other businesses because you know you, you go to a hotel and well, we're not serving breakfast till whatever, seven o'clock. And you go to the airlines and no, sorry, your flight was canceled. Why? I was canceled. Why? No excuse and no, no apologies for it. And so, you know, I think that this is happening to many of us, all of us in different areas. And I think that creates an opportunity in business. Well, Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. Glenn Lundy, I saw you flashing your mic, man. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I just wanted to add in. Uh... One of the things that you and I talked about yesterday, Brian, has is, um, you know, I saw you speak in Fort Lauderdale just a few months ago, and then you speak on the stage yesterday in Lexington, Kentucky, bro, and you slayed it on the stage in Lexington, Kentucky, absolutely slayed it. And you were a great speaker before that, but dude, you were freaking excellent this weekend. And as you and I talked about that yesterday, you were like, you said, man, it's what a difference a few months of practice can make. And I think it's important to uh, make sure that, you know, people that didn't see the behind the scenes of you speaking, I think it's important that people know that, you know, it doesn't take it doesn't take a long time, right? Like sometimes some of the things we're talking about, you can feel like it's so far off in the distance, whether it be, you know, I ran four, four miles with 30 something people Saturday morning, right? And I just started running not that long ago and couldn't even run a mile. So I think sometimes we feel like these things are way, 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 way out there. But if you just keep showing up, putting in the work, right? Like, things can transform in a relatively short amount of time, just like Brian Hess did on that stage. And bro, I appreciate uh, you so much what you delivered. Stephen Kuhn, I didn't get to spend enough time with you at all because you were in and out. We were running like crazy. It was first day, but I am so thankful that you made your way out. And, uh, but I would, I just wanted to touch on that, Brian, you, 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 you killed it, bro. I appreciate you, brother. And uh, yeah, it is amazing, man, what a few months can do. You know, I, I remember a time where, you know, throwing out the playbook and, and winging it and just, uh, you know, kind of letting letting the words that God puts in you come out would not have been an option. You know, uh, it would not have been uh, something that I would have been, you know, comfortable doing. But, you know, as you as you put in the work and you just realize that, uh, I say this to people all the time, but none of us are all that important. And, uh, you know, what is important is the message and what people need to hear. And if you stumble over your words or it's not quite accurate or, 
you know, you, you, you forget something or you pause too long, whatever that is, is far less important than what the message that needs to be heard is. And so I appreciate you brother. And thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the kind words, Alexander. I see you flashing, man. Okay, <laughs> dude, I have to tell you, you impacted you me. me in your words and, and, and those statistics of Warren Buffett of the United States, 245 years in the scheme of things is really not that long. And look at where we've come. But more than anything, you said something that was really, really poignant in person. And, uh, you know, when we were there and, and today, just the same spirit that sometimes even when we find some success, that success can be as an entrepreneur, like you're at another company, that success can kind of um, make us be stagnant or kind of stay in the status quo. And what you said on that stage and the way that you delivered it gave me a swift kick in the booty. And uh, I'm just excited for this next level because, and, and how many people's next level are gonna come because of what you had the courage to say and you had the courage to just throw out the playbook and say what God needed you to say. And I have to tell you that I was one of those people. We always say as a speaker, you're speaking to the one. Well, I was one of those ones. <laughs> and so I love you, brother, and I appreciate you just because. Thank you, brother. And uh, likewise, man, I love you, man. And uh, it was so good to get to spend time with you. And, you know, it's amazing, man, the energy that comes from being in person with people. And uh, Alexander, I felt, you know, you're one of those people, man, you meet someone and you feel like you've known them forever. And uh, that's how I felt from the moment that I met you, bro. You're a gift. Thank you, man. Dr. Sean, go ahead, man. Brian, um, you know, I kind of just want to call you out because um, I was, I don't know if I was there when the idea came to you, but was, I was there when you came up with the idea about what you did after your talk yesterday. And it like blew me away. And I don't know if you thought maybe what I said was, um, thank you, sir. Uh, sorry, my sound was bad. Uh, I don't know what you, if you what, what I said to you made you think, like I said, just like I would take some do that. It's still, it's still hard to hear you, brother. I don't know. Are you on a headset or something? Because you talked about doing that, I think, the night before, and hard to hear you there i think somebody might have muted you jeff the entrepreneur go ahead man brian has yeah you know what that's the greatness of uh, a speaker when you can read the crowd exactly what they they know and they need to hear uh you spoke exactly that to so many people so many people came up to me and said man brian has to speaking right to me so when you touch somebody like that including myself, um, and I already know, uh, we already know what to do, right? It's fully commit uh, from it. And uh, when you make that decision, right, with people around you who see it in you um, and, and you hear it, uh, th that's when, that's when like great things happen. Um, and that's happened time and time again when I was playing quarterback and I was like, well, I never really played quarterback. And people were like, oh, you could do that, right? No, we, we see, you know, you, you can do this. And I think one of the biggest things that spoke to me um, yesterday in your speech and even today, and I'm glad you reiterated it today because it's such a message and that's, that's anything with success. Sometimes you got to hear it over and over again. That's why you have to be in the word every day. That's why you have to do. So that's why you have to write your goals down every day. That's why you have to do it. Was you even speaking about 
you know, just you going and making that decision um, to do it. And, and it really what hit me is when you actually made the decision to go build and you're now wife and what you waking up to the four kids, right, is now here that it came, right? You knew exactly what you needed to do. And then, and then it came. So that really spoke to me, uh, really was probably, um, and there was, everybody was impactful, but uh, I, I know for a fact, impact a lot of people with the way you spoke there. And I just look forward to the great things, you know, God has in store for you as well. Uh, and look forward to doing a lot of great things uh, together. So I just want to say, I, I humbly appreciate you, the words you said to me afterwards, and it was all taken to a, a heart. And I'm definitely going all in with what I know exactly God's calling me to do. Because as Glenn Lundy said, and this was the biggest thing, it's not, it's not courage when it's your calling. So I appreciate you, Brian Hess. Thank you, brother. And I'll remind you, focus, man. One thing, go all in. Yeah, that's it, man. The consulting group, man. That's, that's what we're doing. You got it, brother. Scott Simon, my brother. I'm glad to see you made it back, at least to at least to the screen here. I don't know where the heck you're at, but Brian, man, it has been uh, what what a day. You know, first of all, what an event. But I'm actually in the back of a vehicle on my way from Charlotte. Uh, one of my DX drivers, Bobby, uh, I, I texted him last night. He left at like 2 a.m. back in Virginia to come to Charlotte to pick me up. When I put out there that I was stuck at the airport, I had multiple friends reach out to me. And a friend of mine I grew up with named Donnie Pack said, hey, you know, I live in Charlotte. What can I do to help you? And uh, he came, picked me up. We had dinner. I stayed at his house because after multiple, multiple delays, they finally just canceled my flight. They crewed. They don't, like Brian Benstock talked about earlier, they don't have enough people to cover the flight. So our plane was there. Our pilot. there what can i do to help you and then you know i texted a dx driver and he came and picked me up hopefully you're not losing me um i've got the red hear me you were out for a minute but you're good now okay thank 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 you anyway um the 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 trip the conference the event was unbelievable unbelievable you know we show up every single day and we pour our hearts and souls out to everybody in this at the breakfast table and the real honor for me was for people to come up and say what the small role may be something I said played in their life. And I was totally humbled and honored and fought back tears a couple of times because I haven't had so many people come up to me and say thank you, not only to me, but everybody here that shows up and serves and supports. And, and it's about flattery. You know, when you and I left yesterday, and we got a standing ovation in the lunchroom. You know, I literally fought back tears walking out of there. And that's what makes the hours and the service and the time. So I just want to say thank you so very much. I'm probably breaking up. I'm on my way back to Virginia. I'm going to get a shower and I'm going to go go lead these dealerships uh, to a successful day week. So I love you. Lo love it, brother. Love it. Go be a champion today, man. No adversity will stop that. That's for sure. Sarah McCord, the one and only. Take it away. Thank you so much, Brian. Amazing 5.30 a.m. segment. Oh, my goodness. Um, 
you know, I wanted to share a highlight from this weekend because I see my brother Alexander on stage. And first, I want to ask you, is this the first time you're up at 5 a.m. other than Glenn Lundy's 1000th episode? Because you're not usually in the room this early. So you're celebrating <laughs> people in the room. Yeah, no, the, like it's I don't know what this time of day normally looks like. <laughs> But to me, I want to shout out Alexander for two reasons. First of all, because that's awesome that he went to Grow for God this weekend. And now he's in the room at 5 a.m. because it inspired him. It doesn't matter if you're a speaker, if you're in the audience, if you're moderated, if you're listening. Like, that's awesome to me that Alexander's been part of our community since the beginning. And we got him in the room at 5 a.m. And I was also going to shout you out anyway because your speech, um about loving the water in our bodies and in the bodies of the people we work with and in the bodies of our family and in the bodies of everyone we learn and like the science behind how your body changes and how other people's bodies change when you speak lovingly and powerfully and positively to them versus negative versus neglect your speech brother was so incredible so i wanted to shout you out for pouring into everyone this weekend i want to shout you out for being the most active audience member i've ever seen and I want to say to everyone who's in this room, like Alexander, for the first time um, at 5 or 5.30 or 6 a.m., we are so excited you are here starting your day with us. Thank you so much, Brian. Back over to you. Dude, no doubt. I told Alexander yesterday, I said, man, I'm, I'm going to take you everywhere I go, bro. You're the best hype man in the business. The man is just like full of energy, just a light in this world, man. And so thank you. I couldn't agree more, bro. Your, your speech definitely touched me man it was uh you were you were a natural up there man you belong in front of people and changing lives brother love you man ramon go ahead man hey what's up brian i don't know if i was mad by unmuting at all but you know what since you called on me i will say the session was awesome and i think for me the perspective i got brian was the ability to see speakers backstage and just amazing brian the the passion you had for everyone there your story that you shared and again backstage seeing you pacing back and forth and the complete desire to serve and you can serve from so many different positions, serve in the spotlight, serve in the audience, serve behind the scenes. And I think you just brought it, brought it, brought it out like nobody's business. So I, I'm, I'm a student, brother. I'm a student of you and so many amazing people here on stage today. So that's what I got out of Growth for God. It was an amazing event. And I, I can't, by the way, Glenn, I can't wait to buy my ticket for 2022. So let's get that link up for 2022 so I can buy the ticket and come again, please. Thanks, Brian. Look at this guy, yeah, man. man. Look at this guy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It, man, it's 6 a.m., Ramon. Okay. All right. All right. I'm 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 still I'm still recovering from this weekend. <laughs> but we gonna we gonna have some no, links this week to all the things. Been on, we've, we've actually already had like two meetings this morning. <laughs> we tried to we've we've got so much work to do, you know. Um You know, it's an emotion. It was an, a, a really emotional weekend, and I had talked all the last month about sleeping in this week and how excited I was. And uh, you know, my friends, my family, and myself—we had all confirmed that that was uh, a reasonable idea, and that I deserved it. Was the word um, that I deserved it, right? And after uh, this event, and especially on 
you know, like, let's just be real and raw here. Like, all of these people, these amazing people that came and spoke on this stage at this event, two, two things happened that don't ever happen in conference worlds. If, if you know anything about the conference world or even if you don't. There's two things that never happen. One, you never have a conference where all of your speakers come for free. Right? So not one of them, not one of those speakers on the stage charged me a speaker fee, even though they typically get very, very, very high speaker fees. Now, there's a conference model where you can get free speakers, but they'll pitch every single time, right? Like they'll 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 be pitches. They got to be compensated. In this in this case, we didn't. We, there, there was there was there was none of that other than the offer um, that we gave right there at the end. None of the individual speakers did any pitching. So these people just came to serve. Like Ramon was just saying, how Brian Hess was just just poised to serve. Right? They all came to serve. And in that group of people that came to serve for free was the guy that uh, you all know, Mr. Grant Cardone, that's in my picture right here. And uh, after he left and after this weekend and after looking at what everybody sacrificed and the flight delays and the flight cancellations and all of the things that they had to do to come support this event and all the people that traveled from all around the world. We had people from Grenada and people from Canada. We had people from, um, you know, from uh, Turkey, right? Hungary. Well, let me just correct you. Grant's flight didn't get delayed on his own plane. But, but other than that, you're accurate. <laughs> right, right. But all these people, you know, came in this is what I've wanted my, like my whole life, right? Like I wanted to be seen. I remember being invisible when I was homeless and how awful that is. I wanted to be seen and I wanted to help other people to get seen. And so this weekend I felt seen, right? And so I'm thinking about it and I'm like, how could I let all of these people down? How could I let all of these people down? Grant came on stage and said that there's only three people in the world that he would have done this for and that I was one of them, right? How, how, how could I let all of those people down? I want to prove to everyone in this room that has shown up, everyone in this room that consistently invests their time and their energy, uh, everyone in this room that supports and posts and tags and comments and all of those things. Like, I want to show everyone that you chose the right horse, that you, you, you chose the right guy to invest your time, your energy, your love, uh, your strategies, your experience, the sacrifices, all of those things. And so I am so grateful for what happened this weekend. And you won't see this guy laying down a second longer than he has to because there is so much more work to be done to honor every single person that has been a part of this movement over the last four years, especially those that showed up this past weekend. So just wanted to share that, Ramon. Appreciate man, man. Appreciate let's, it, uh, I'll ask you tomorrow about the link. <laughs> let's uh, let's all flash our mics for Mr. Glenn Lundy, man, in appreciation for what happened this week. Man, just unbelievable. I, I mean, literally unbelievable. I've been to a million of these things.
And uh, brother, you showed up and showed out. Tamra, same to you. Just thank you guys so much for for creating that space. So let's let's switch the conversation up here a little bit to you know maybe some of the highlights of your weekend. You know of all the speakers, all the people that you met, whatever it was. Doctor Shaw, we'll go back to you real quick, and then we'll open it up to everybody else. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. Much better. Okay, sorry about that. Um, my headphones, I left them in the shower, apparently. <laughs> and that's why you couldn't hear me. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to talk about like the night before your speech, because I was not there for your speech. But you talked you said just out just all of a sudden, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna serve all day. When well, I'm gonna get off the stage, I'm gonna talk to as many people I, as I can before I leave, if I drop whatever. And I don't know if you thought that I was trying to talk you out of it. I was like, Brian, that's that's insane. That's, that's a lot of people. That's insane. And then what I was thinking was, well, how do I take my level of service to that? Like, cause it didn't even occur to me that to pour into people in a way like that. So, um, I think that we kind of are aligned in that and that we want to be of service to people, service to people in this room and club, Glenn and Sarah and stuff like that. But I just wanted to point, point out that what you did and what you talked about that night, if it was anything like what you talked about, even if it was only half of what you talked about, was just amazing. It was just amazing. And it really, it really made that night special for me. So thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. And I, I think that's our responsibility in the world is to serve and, and to serve in any way and that we can. And I, I said it before, I'll say it again, man. So many people, so many of you have poured into me. And so uh, for me, it's it's a responsibility to pay that forward. So uh, thank you for sharing, brother. Stephen Kuhn, go for it, man. Yeah, man, my impressions. You know, I was there for, I don't know, less than 48 hours, just like Brian Benstock. And, uh, you know, talk, talking about being seen, Glenn, um, man, I've, I, I, I honestly, and this was my, my first, um, let's say, impression was, I was freaking like seen. Like I didn't even know that I existed the way that I exist. You know, the, I had so much love. I received so much love. I received so many words of encouragement. So many people who I didn't really know, you know, came up to me. And I'm not talking five or ten. I'm talking like a hundred plus. I would go from the convention center to my room. It would take me three hours to get there because people were stopping me. It was incredible. And then great conversations, get to know, know people, you know, Sarah and I, we had a great conversation, um, as well. And then, you know, I got to sit with the two, uh, comedians, uh, Brian and Scott Simmons. <laughs> if you ever sit down with those guys, man, you just can't keep your, you can't, you get cramps in your cheeks. I'm sorry. I missed, I'm sorry. I missed the, the other guys, Dr. Sean Shapiro. I gotta give an extra special thank you. He gave me two chiropractic adjustments was there as well. You know, Tamara, thanks so much for the, um, the interview process that we had on stage. It was really uh, impactful for me. And it was great to see how everyone just like really cared for each other for real. It wasn't fake. Give me a picture and see you later. It was like words of real words of being touched, real words of impact, real words of like, I, you know, I see God in you, you know, I, you're, you're a reflection of, you know, we see a reflection of God, you know, things like this and just praying for me. And I mean, you guys know GI came and GI and Amelia came to um, where I am now, which is Houston, for our event, and they spoke yesterday. And same thing, pray in, and it was like it—it it came from 
Glenn and team, and it followed me and brought to Houston, and we spread the love of God here too. You've never heard me say that before in this room. And so there's a massive impact in my life. So thank you all. It is incredible. I'm so blessed. I'm so, I'm, I'm almost sad I have to leave now. We love you, brother. And it was so good to spend time with you. I see Debbie and Dakota flashing down below. Debbie left with Dakota. Go ahead. Good morning. Um, I think one of the things that really hit me was the 401k plan and your insurance benefits because I stayed in a paralegal job for 40 years before I realized that those insurance benefits aren't so important. But the biggest thing that hit me this weekend was just how real everybody is. Like we have a tendency being on the rise and grind to hero worship people that are in positions that we're not yet in. And I say yet because we all will be. Um, but when we first got there, we had we had to walk around the arena to find out how to get in because we came in from the wrong side and it was freezing cold. And the first person that I saw was Sarah McCord. And she was walking towards me and I said to Jennifer, wow, that's Sarah. And I stopped her and she was walking with her head down because it was so cold that there was a wind tunnel going up that side of the building. And um, she stopped and she had a great smile for me and she hugged me and we did it very quickly because it was really cold and we wanted to get into the building. But every single person that I met from Glenn to your beautiful wife, Leslie, to everybody else that I met is so real. And I think I realized that there's, you know, the only hero worship we should have this, you know, that I realized this weekend is God, because he's the one that makes all this possible. And I am just super excited to get onto my business and my life with a whole new attitude than I came into it with. I've met so many great people and made some some contacts, like three of them in particular, that I know are going to further my business. So thank you, everybody who put this together from going on, on down to everyone else who had a part in it. It was an amazing weekend. And if you guys are on here for the first time and you're listening, as soon as those tickets go live for next year, get one. Get VIP, because there's nothing like the VIP experience. The food was amazing. I think I gained five pounds this weekend. After just coming off of 75 hard and losing so much weight, I think I gained half of it back because it was very good. So thank you, everybody, who put this together. I'm just in awe. And we're just getting in the car to drive back to Cleveland right now. So say a prayer for our safety. Thank you. I'm done speaking. Hey, Tim, can I pop in real quick after, after Debbie, uh, what she just said in reference to the realness um, of people? So Stephen Coons, right? I I had a opportunity to sit by him day one. He slid up, you know, at the table with us and such a humble alpha, right? Such a humble alpha. Um, there was a, a point in the concert where there was a, not even the concert, right? Because Friday, Saturday was the concert. Friday, there was dynamic performers, but there was a, I, I wish I remembered her name, but there was a performer who was doing sign language and, and singing so beautifully. Christelle. Um, Christelle Lorraine. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Right. I don't want to use the name in vain, but OMG. She was so unbelievable. When you talk about the realness of people, 
at, at some point in the performance, and, and, and Stephen, I just have to share this, man, because I was so moved. Stephen started to weep at the table. And I just found myself putting my, my hand on his back because it was such a, a humble weep. And what Stephen shared was that the song that was being performed in sign language was the same song that his six-year-old daughter sings to him. He's with us in Lexington, Kentucky, right? Feeling the high vibrations from his six-year-old daughter from the performance and, and tears just, just flowing. Now, Stephen's like almost seven feet, y'all, <laughs> towering over all of us. I, I just want to reinforce the authenticity, the realness of every leader who was in the room. We, we were all growing for God's sakes. TM, and I'm complete for now. Love it, man. I love it. It's so, it's so true, man. It's so accurate, dude, everything you said. And I remember, you know, just during the worship service, man, just watching people just crack wide open, man, and and just let out everything that was inside of them. And, uh, man, it's just, just indescribable moments, man, that I will never, ever, ever forget. I see Triple J, my man, flashing, and I just want to just give a quick welcome to all, all the rising grinders that are in here. I see Vicky and Don Sankey and all kinds of people, Bruce Pulver. Good morning to you guys, and thank you guys for being here, man. I appreciate you guys so much. We appreciate you guys so much. Triple J, take it away, my brother. Man, what can I <laughs> what can I say, man? This was this was life changing, you know, this event. Um, number one, let me do it justice by by saying this. Thank you, Breakfast with Champions. Um, thank you, uh, Mr. Brian Benstock. Um, I flew a man first class, man. I feel like I was Ric Flair for real. <laughs> I really did. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, what is priority? Really? And they say, come this way, sir. I felt like the red carpet had been rolled out for me. Thank you, Mr. David Spizak, for my room. I slept comfortable. Woo! I, I hibernated, man. I felt so good off in that room. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just got to give my thanks. And to the anonymous one that bought my ticket, Thank you. I may not know who you are, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you, man. Um, wow. Th this. I was able to meet. I was able to meet all of um, my heroes. I call you out my heroes. <laughs> um, but I was able to meet everyone and I was able to see everybody like in real life. You know, I, I was able to hug Sarah. And that was so touching to hug Sarah. I could feel her love as she hugged me. Triple J, you made it. She gave me a big hug. I was love so you, happy. Brother. Um, I was able to meet just so many people, man. Yeah, all y'all are tall. I feel so short, man, uh, at this conference. All y'all are huge, man. Um, I was enjoying myself. I was getting in there that Friday, and I was just excited, having a great time. And uh, for you, for those that do not know, I had got a uh, a call that uh, my pastor had passed away, and um, it threw me for a flip. You know, uh, most people, when things like that happen, they'll turn around and they'll leave. You know, I gotta go, I gotta go. But Alexander, I'm not just saying this, man. But I, I was looking around the room to get some comfort because I was hurt, I was devastated, 
And I talked to Alexander. I pulled him out of the room and told him what was going on. And he poured into me, man, like nobody has ever poured into me before. And he said, listen, man, your pastor would have wanted you to stay here at this conference, to stay here and get everything that you need so you can become the absolute best version of yourself. He did that to me. And he filled me with so much strength because I was hurt, y'all. My pastor was like my father because I didn't have a father growing up. And so he poured into me and I stayed. I am so glad I stayed because, man, I'm telling you, every person that I met, every connection that I met, it was all authentic. It was real. Um, I was able to see so many different people and just experience this, you know, and even uh, the church service Sunday, you know, um, they gave me more time on my room to check out and then held my bags for me while I went back over after I checked out back over to the worship service. And I got prayer. I went up there and I got prayer, man. And it was powerful, man. You know, I just want to thank you guys because I know that this event is life is going to be life changing for me. Um, you know, a little old country boy from the dirt red clay roads of Alabama to come all the way to Lexington, Kentucky, man. And to get such a priceless gift that I could never pay for, you know, and I know one day that I'll be in a position and and I've said this, I'm going to be in a position where I can pour that right back into somebody else. I told God, I said, and I, in honor of my pastor, I said, you know what? I'm going to be prosperous in health and wealth where I can be a pillar to people. Where I can now. pull out of my pocket and give like that. You're doing it now, buddy. It wouldn't even, not even flinch, just do it. Boom. You know, and I told myself, I want to do that, you know. And so I just want to thank all of you guys. I, <laughs> it's just so amazing. Glenn, I cannot believe y'all pulled me and Tamara pulled me on stage like that. And that might have been the highlight. <laughs> Glenn said, hey, wait a minute. Don't leave yet. Let me lift up your hand. I felt like I just won the title at WrestleMania, baby, when he did that. So I just thank you guys. I feel wonderful. I'm going to get through this week. It's going to be... Um, a great week, even though, you know, we have to deal with my pastor and funeralizing him on Saturday. But you guys gave me so much strength. And that is from your reigning undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And that's the bottom line, because the unbreakable one said so. Love you, brother. Man, you got you got so much energy, man. It was so good to be able to hug you, brother, and shake your hand and spend time with you, man. Thank you for being there, brother. We're going to do one more and then pass it over to Tony. Ram from Australia, please take the mic. Brian, thank you so much. Look, I, I just want to take 30 seconds here. Obviously, I couldn't attend to go to Kentucky. I'm all the way in Sydney here in Australia. I actually just typed in how far it was, and it uh, it's 15,224 kilometers, which equals uh, just under 9,460 9, miles away. But what I wanted to share was how much I felt all of you uh, in the snippets that I could get. Uh, one of my businesses runs through the weekend, so it was very difficult for me to, to catch any sort of footage or, or, or um, content. But... Uh, there was one piece of content that really stood out to me. It was the beginning when Glenn, mate, you shared something really profound and it felt like I was there. And I just want you to know that all of you really made an impact. Uh, one of the main things that I got, well, two quick things, Glenn, you shared about the closet and that whole narrative. I, I saw myself and I 
saw the person that once also started from the closet and, and somewhat getting emotional here, but it is something that I just want you to know, you reached me, brother, you reached me. And when you said to your grandma, uh, why won't she marry me? That whole thing. And she said, uh, why would, why would she marry someone like you? The punch in the guts thing. Um, so there was a lot in that short snippet, mate. And I, and I'm sure I missed out on so much, but I just want you to know that I was certainly fed and nourished, um, 9,459,000 9, miles away. Thanks. That's so awesome, man. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. And that, for that, that right there has been the coolest part, uh, is, is, is the global relationships that we are now building that we did not have access to, to before has been, it's just been so, so, so like, powerful the world has shrank due to um, these new social audio apps and our ability to have these conversations in real time with people that are 15,000 kilometers away which we appreciate you converting that to miles for us ram <laughs> since we're the, like the only place in the world that doesn't use kilometers but thank you uh, thank you for sharing that man i'm glad that that story uh, was able to connect our spirits in a, in, in a way that we can't do physically, but we can still do with our hearts. Appreciate you, Ram. All right, guys. Well, thank you for spending the last hour with me here. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.